It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I think I don't I don't do drip or money or fashion. I do art. Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode number 683 of Locked On Raptors for Tuesday, March the 17th. I am your host, Sean Woodley of Raptors.com for the month of March. Please go check out all of my stuff over there, whether at .com on your browser or on the Raptors app. You can also find the show on Twitter at uh, Locked On Raptors. You can find me at Woodley Sean. You can subscribe to, rate, and review all the Locked On Podcast Network shows as well. Wherever you get your podcast, it's very much appreciated. We are not going anywhere as the quarantine carries on and we sit in our homes. None of us have anything better to do than to do podcasts. So please make sure you are subscribing to, rating, and reviewing, listening, supporting, and uh, shouting out the people who are helping you get through it. All of these hosts across the network are going to be doing daily shows or close to it. And uh, it'd be awesome if you could support them. If there's a team that you're interested in or if there's a type of episode, a concept episode that you're interested in, that's all going down across the network as well. So please do not hesitate to get creative. We got lots of time to kill here. Please uh, find shows that you want to support. It's very much appreciated as we all go through a very trying time. All right. On today's show, speaking of getting through trying times, it's Katie Heindel. We're going to do a mailbag. What's up, Katie? (laughs) (laughs) Happy St. Patrick's Day. That was a Guinness, folks. That was an aggressively (laughs) loud snap open as well. Here's a... Non-gift. What can I say? Just what can I say? Wellington, <laughs> nice Wellington <laughs> Hellas Lager. Still pretty good, though. But the Guinness, huh? Yeah. yeah. Is that your St. Patrick's Day go-to? Yeah. Yeah? You're not, Mine you're not, and a lot a of people's. Don't you single me out? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I, I was curious. Because there's other options, too. There's Harp. There's uh, Kilkenny. There's uh, just drinking JMO all day. There's lots yeah, of stuff, yeah. lots of options. There are options. That's true. But this mm-hmm. is what I have in my home. Hmm. How you doing, Katie? How's the <laughs> being cooped up at home thing going? I think so. Just behind the curtain, we recorded a 50-minute podcast. And as it turned out, <laughs> Katie uh, wanted to watch some body horror in the form of Jorge Garbajosa's injury against the Celtics back in like 07. And in doing so, put her mic on mute and uh, stopped the recording on her end. So now we are re-recording the podcast because, again, there's nothing else to do. We're stuck inside. We're cooped up. And this is keeping me from going on a walk, which I'm actually happy with. Uh, I, I really can't complain. Um, I'm happy you're not going on a walk, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I need the exercise. The exercise is uh, pretty non-existent for me right now. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I, my I brain might is just so play fried. my my new video game standing up later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we. So I got a switch. 
uh, yesterday. I went out. I did the whole order ahead. I pre-ordered just so it was there at the counter for me, so I didn't have to interact with any people or touch anything. Went in, said, uh, uh, there's a switch for me. They're like, yep, here you go. I tapped my credit card without having to uh, touch anything and walked out wearing gloves the whole time. It was, uh, I thought, pretty good uh, pandemic etiquette if you're going to go outside. That's what you should be doing. What video game did you get? I got Stardew Valley, but I just downloaded it to my PlayStation today. Right on. Because it comes at the high recommendation of uh, some of our friends and colleagues in the sports media industry, mostly because they said it helps with anxiety. <laughs> and it has. Because well, all good. you do, smash rocks, plant plant crops, water things, and the music is so nice. You also like find love, right? Like, you, you know, you, you find... Perhaps a, do you? A, I, I think didn't you know can, that. Like, yeah, you can find like a significant other in the game as well. Oh, yeah. ooh. Well, <laughs> you know, I'll know what I'll be doing later. Yeah, this is my uh, <laughs> this is my reasoning for wanting to get Animal Crossing as well because Animal Crossing has a similar thing. Um, I'm a big video game boy now. I can't. Well, I spent like four hours <laughs> playing Civilization today. It kicked ass. I, I don't know why I didn't have a Switch before, but I'm very glad I decided to get it as my last pre. Uh, full-on lockdown supply. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, but there is a game on there called Just Dance that we bought because it was on discount, and it's like a dancing game. You like hold the controller and dance with like Dance Dance Revolution style. So I think that's good. So there you go. Yeah. You could be dancing later. Yeah, I, I would, I'm planning on it. That's my exercise for later on today, <laughs> ideally. <laughs> Just dance. <laughs> weird times, Katie. Very weird times. It is. We live in. It is. Uh, I think we will be forgiven for going a little bit loopy. We have a mailbag plan for today. We already have already answered most of these questions in the first mailbag, but we'll get to them again. Why the hell not? You know what? They weren't that good. The answers weren't that good first round. So I'm ready second round. Yeah, I thought you were saying the questions weren't that good, which I thought that was a pretty good batch today. No, you can't judge people's <laughs> questions. I can judge only myself. Before we get to the uh, mailbag questions here, Katie, the very good mailbag questions that we now have a second chance to answer, uh, there's some breaking pandemic news from around the NBA. Uh, four Brooklyn Nets have tested positive for the coronavirus, uh, according to Woj, and I guess a bunch of other reporters who probably got the same email. Uh, says their uh, a whole team has been asked to remain isolated now. It's pretty uh, pretty weird stuff. Apparently, only one has symptoms. The other three are asymptomatic. Why are they getting tested? I don't know. That's a problem for uh, governments to decide, I suppose. But uh, your, your beloved Brooklyn Nets, Katie have uh, come down with the coronavirus. Thoughts? I know. I'm scared. I'm scared for Jarrett. Uh, <laughs> I hope Jarrett is either, God forbid, he's one of the ones who has tested positive, but if he is, I hope he's asymptomatic. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think, I think, uh, would you feel, so, okay, This I can't be mean, but I feel <laughs> like Kyrie's going to be one of the guys <laughs> Yeah, this um, feels obvious to me. But is he the symptomatic one? <laughs> I would say probably not. He probably was the one who uh, first got it because he you know, doesn't believe in vaccines or Western medicine. 
and probably like invited DeAndre Jordan and Kevin Durant over for a hangout thinking, hey, I, there's no possible way I have it. I have no symptoms. I'm fine. And then he infected Kevin Durant and DeAndre Jordan. I would say neither KD or Jordan either is symptomatic. I feel like the most likely symptomatic person is like Torian Prince or maybe Joe Harris. Joe Harris to me seems like a very much a non-hand washer. So I'm concerned for him mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm hoping for somebody, it's Rodion's Kuruks, who uh, is, uh, is a bad person. And I hope he is the symptomatic one. He is bad, but I feel like he also has no friends. So I don't think <laughs> he might like he might have escaped this one. You know what I mean? Just, uh, just self um, self-imposed isolation because of how much of an asshole he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, involuntary. Um, I am thinking of our buddy James, and I hope he's okay. Oh, yeah. I hope uh, I'm Mr. Gonna, Air Bear is okay. I'm going to check in on him. Hope uh, Air Bear. James Air Bear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope he's doing all right. Him and uh, Tim Banton can, uh, they can like, hang out and not <laughs> transmit diseases with each other because it just really gives me joy to think of Air Bear and Banton hanging out. Um. Of the players in the Nets, who are you least concerned about? Like, you're, you're sure that they did not contract the disease. Well, I mean, I'm not sure about any of them. Mm. <laughs> I feel pretty like, good about Garrett Temple. Garrett Temple, who is recently engaged, mostly just hangs out at home with his fiance and their cute dog. Mm. And just like, it seems like he's very happy being a homebody so i hope that's the case in this case uh, and then i mean i want to say i want to say jared allen because similarly i think he just likes to hang out solo yeah um and build weird like mod like japanese models and like play video games um but you can't be too sure man i don't know i feel like garrett temple's fine i feel like he um you know, he's got like a a real sort of hand washer spirit. It feels like if someone mm-hmm. were to be putting up those graphics, like the nine step graphics on how to wash your hands, which are uh, really tedious. Uh, everyone should know what the hell they're doing, <laughs> washing their hands by now and not need those graphics. But if there is someone putting those up in the Barclays Center bathrooms, I feel like it's probably Garrett Temple. I feel like he's probably a militant. He's probably got like a bunch of uh, like an array of scented hand sanitizers from like Bath and Body Works that he sort of has on his person at all times in all of his different jackets and bags and is very liberally offering it to his teammates to ensure everybody's healthy. He just seems like the very best teammate there is. So I, I would assume he's a pretty good hand washer. Yeah, I think so. I think also so. Also explains why the Raptors all tested negative because I feel like that's a whole team of good teammates who probably care a lot about hygiene and are pretty militant hand washers. No. Yeah, I think you've got some guys. I think you've got, well, a lot of guys on the Raptors roster who are just like more one like like dads more cognizant of like mm-hmm. kids washing their hands or used to being like wash your hands, like, wash your hands before you're eating or like wash your hands like well you just picked up that like gross thing. So I feel like you've got that going. And I just also feel like there's they're like they're a cleanly group of guys. Yeah, I even think like the single guys like Siakam to me Strikes me as a bit of a germaphobe. I don't know why. Feels like he's probably always washing his hands. Um, 
I feel like <laughs> Fred is definitely maybe like the encouraging factor in that because him and Fred are close yeah. and Fred's obviously got the kids and he's worried about that kind of stuff. Um, the guy I'm worried about is OG a little bit. Like, do you think OG's much of a hand washer? Feels like he can't be bothered. Like, eh, eh, I feel like he just seconds, forgets really? or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he goes like, like I five feel like seconds. he's not. It's like, it's not to be gross or like it's not to be like oh personal. Like I don't think his personal hygiene's on a slide. I just feel like he may honestly straight up be forgetful. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's fair. Um, shall we go on to uh, the mailbag questions? Hopefully, hopefully the nets are yes. all good. Hopefully they're fine. And, and like they will be because you know professional athletes are probably going to be okay through all this, which again makes it weird that they're being the one that the ones being tested. But you know everything's bad. Uh, let's uh, get into the questions. This one comes from Jay Rosales. He asks, when basketball eventually returns, which Raptor and/or NBA player comes back with the weirdest look? For example, Gasol with no facial hair. Kyle Kuzma going full Rodman, <laughs> letting a child finger, ba- finger paint his latest hairstyle. Uh, any other guys you think are going to completely lose the plot and come back looking 100% different once basketball returns? I think um, I would like to see every Raptor come back with like a father time beard. <laughs> That's what I would like. Um, and then as for like who's from like the, the wider league... I mean, you're already seeing hints of it. Like, uh, Joel Embiid <laughs> posted some real oh, weird man. <laughs> pics of him and his hair today, um, which I respected. And and it's like, I have to say, as someone who extensively covers, like, the summer vacations, when guys sort of, like, let it slip in a different way, this is much different. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a very kind of relaxed, like, slippage. And, like, people are, ge- like, players are generally, like, they're looking windswept. They're looking tan. They may ha- maybe have like a salty breeze in their hair. But this is really like I've been at home for four days. Nobody's around. Uh, I have to remind myself to shower and change my clothes. <laughs> sort of like slippage. Yeah, I uh, I feel that with Joel Embiid in particular. I feel that with uh, myself right now. I'm not trimming my half-assed beard. I. I, I, whenever my hair does come time for a haircut, it ain't happening. So it's probably going to get pretty unruly. Might go with a top bun or something like that at some point just to keep it out of my face. Um, Never do okay, that. Okay, fine. <laughs> 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 that was, a, that was a, a, a study group test, whatever. What's that called? Focus group. That's what it was, a focus group test. In, uh, study group. <laughs> it failed horribly. Um yeah, I think the beard thing is interesting. I'm curious who would have the best beards. Like, I think OG could potentially grow, like, a pretty good one. He usually sort of dabbles in the sideburns, but I could see him going pretty deep. I, I feel like Kyle might have a lot of trouble. He's always kind of had that scruffy little billy goat thing on his chin. I really don't know if he can attach it to anything else, uh, whether it's a mustache or sideburns. What are your, think- what are your thoughts on Kyle Lowry and his attempt to grow a quarantine beard? No, it's pretty wispy. And I, like that like I don't feel good about the beards that a lot of guys might come back with, you know, like some there's going to be a lot of gross patchy ones like a real wispy collection. Real, um, real Sean ass. You know beards. the full <laughs> <laughs> Like you know who's going to come back with a luxuriant like full beard cuz you already have seen them. Mm-hmm. They'll just be longer and like much more dense. Um but yeah, like I don't know. 
but I still think they might, they might, they're going to be looking that way. Like, I don't know. People don't care right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, I want to see them experiment at least a little bit, like get weird with it. Try to test your, yes. your outer limits when it comes yes. to facial hair. And then, you know, maybe try again, a couple study groups, uh, <laughs> and like show, like send out some Instagram <laughs> stories and see the reactions. And if they're bad, then you, you know, to get rid of it before things get real again. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, do you think any of the Raptors who currently have beards, which I think applies to Marcus All, Fred Van Vliet, and sort of Norm, although Norm's sort of just like a straight chin trap, chin strap, right? Like, do you think any of them will get rid of the facial hair as a precautionary measure so their masks fit over their faces? Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that that would be weird. That would be like when your dad shaves his beard when you're a kid. Oh, yeah. And it scares Ugh. like it, it traumatizes you. <laughs> um yeah, maybe Mark. Like, if Mark comes back with, like, a waxed face or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could see it. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I don't think Fred's ever had not had facial hair. That would be a really jarring thing to see. That would be the most mm-hmm. like your dad shaving his mustache. My dad shaved his mustache when we were... He only had a mustache, and he shaved it one day, and it was... It looked like his face was concave. Oh, no. (laughs) Really messed me up, man. Um, Now he goes with the goatee, which uh, gives him a little bit more uh, body on his face, which is nice. Shouts shouts to Ed, my father. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's go into a next question. This one comes from... uh, Oh, God, I lost the page again. What is wrong with me, Katie? I keep clicking away to read more tweets about uh, not not good things, just the bad stuff. Get out of there! Get out of there! Yeah. Um, This one here comes from JD Young at My Fry Hole, one of the hosts of the Locked On Sharks podcast, which you should listen to. They're doing a Sharks Madness right now. Their top sixty-four San Jose Sharks of all time. Go listen to that. Uh, But JD asks, "Have the Raptors thought of mixing DNA from a Raptor and Pascal Siakam?" Feels like a slam dunk. I'm, I'm not sure if that's supposed to be. I'm like not gonna. Play, but. I'm not gonna answer this question. No, you don't want to get into. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Genetics at all. I'm not gonna res- respect this question <laughs> with an answer. Um, no. What about mixing? I, th- I mean, mixing the if DNA? you're actually thinking, no. You know what? If you're thinking of like bird dinosaurs with like players that resemble them, Pat McCaw comes more readily to mind to me. Just the way he's kind of bobbing around out there. Yeah. yeah. I, that, that, that does check mm-hmm. out. Um, yeah, Siakam is not, I don't think, quite... Uh, he's not super birdish. No, yeah. he's not. Um, God, now I'm thinking about which other raptors look like birds. Birds or dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I'm thinking too hard about this now. Like, which one? Like, like Kyle's not a bird. He's too rotund for that. Birds are, unless he's like a ground-bound bird. But no, he's more of like a, he's more of an armadillo, I think. Kyle, I think, actually is sort of like an, a bipedal dinosaur because his butt is kind of like the tail that keeps them balanced when they run really fast. And yeah. it looks like they're tipping forward. You know? Yeah, he might be kind of like an ankylosaurus type of thing. Yeah. Um, actually, if and you... Uh, Fred, I think... Well, go oh, ahead. I'm just saying the people don't know that uh, Kyle's ass is actually made of an ankylosaurus's end of his tail. So... Uh, People did not know that. <laughs> that was a stupid thing to say. Yeah, the fossil record, the fossil record of Kyle Lowry is going to prove. <laughs> really going to prove it. Uh, what, what else were you throwing out there? I was thinking Fred's kind of like Triceratopish. Mm. Yeah, he's got like you could definitely run through a a jeep in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> My my only context for dinosaurs is Jurassic Park. It's kind of wild, and also like that weird Walking with Dinosaurs show on Netflix, um, which I might. Chris Boucher is like to. one of those weird water ones that like, like a duck build one. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm really getting into it, and I had some more Guinness, I feel like the question. <laughs> Kind of opens up the floor because when you start to think of their looks, th- there are some like natural fits. Yeah, like Marcus Saul is a Kodiak bear when he's like just standing, putting his arms up high. He's just mm-hmm. there. He's very mammalian, I think. Um, yeah, I would say OG Ananobi is kind of what's like the strongest animal he's kind of like you know how there's just like some fish like a marlin or it's just like that is a hundred pound fish and it's entirely muscle that to me feels like i don't think any of them are fish (laughs) Mm. (laughs) we'll have to uh consult with official og ananobi expert emma j brown on whether or not og ananobi is fish like marlin like sailfish like even Mm, no no Okay, fine. They need to have arms. Like, they need to have... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess I know what you mean. Then what's OG? Is he like a, like a crocodile? Again, I feel straight like muscle? he's one of those... No, I feel like he's one of those um, ancient mammals. Like, when that time that mammals were extremely huge and weird, mm-hmm. he was like one of the... Uh, like a giant sloth. Okay, yeah. That makes sense to me. And then Pascal yeah. is one of the uh, giant terror birds, and they just waltzed around Patagonia together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look up a look up terror bird. It's like the coolest animal ever. Oh, I know what they look yeah, like. They, they, they kick ass. Also, to be called a terror bird is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they're like straight up dinosaurs oh my god look at this imagery um good god anyway uh (laughs) next question this one comes from eric morris he asks gives me give me the five people from the raptors universe you wouldn't mind getting quarantined with with jack armstrong being one of them and then four others you know i like jack a lot but 
I might mind getting quarantined with him. Oh no. I would love it. Jack would <laughs> Jack would just lift everybody's spirits. I think he would, least. but you this to me there's like there's parameters of this of like is it the space that you currently are kind of self isolating in? Mm. Like a like an apartment, like in your you own know? Apartment, like yeah. think of Hmm. Yeah, or is it a space where that's a little bit bigger, so you would have room from each other? I would so say it case, is the. I'd say you're at the largest house among the five people who you're quarantining with. Okay, okay, okay. So I think Jack for sure is. I mean, if Jack was just around, and then he could be like, occasionally you just sort of hear his voice like echoing as he like <laughs> called for people, like hello, like far. <laughs> Far away in some like wing of the house. That that could be funny. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he brings up the mm-hmm. mood. He's a, he's a good mood guy in a time where good moods. He are is at the a good premium. mood guy. They are a currency right now. He is the good mood guy. Yeah, it's true. But you don't. I think I'd mostly want um, like chillers and people who knew when to like take and give space. Um, I think like having a baka around might be nice because he would be doing all his like organizational things that he's doing now while he's trapped in quarantine. Yep. He would um, take over the dishes for be, you for sure. The dishes, he'd be making sure everybody, but then I hope he wouldn't be forcing everybody to like work out. But if you want to do, he'd be happy to like be there with you, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what, to be honest, the more I think about this, the more I'm not sure I'd want to be uh, quarantined with a professional athlete. I feel like they could be <laughs> extremely neurotic and high strung and like my own parameters around like what I want to do in a given day in terms of like how I want to structure my day in general when I'm not like supposed to be indoors. And then when I'm like told by public health that I should stay indoors, I don't know that like, I don't know that there's a player. <laughs> on the Raptors yeah. that I really like. Maybe, honestly, maybe Mark Saul, but only because I feel like he could just be like, he would be very like happy to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. I, I think you have to go with the more <laughs> chill souls on the team, definitely. That's why yes. I think, yes. I think Fred would be pretty good. Fred seems pretty laid back. Um, although I guess he might be longing for his family. So maybe you don't want to sort of doom him to exactly. that. Um, exactly. Same with Gasol. He's got kids and everything. I think the Raptor definitely also baby Raptor and uh, inflatable Raptor, mini inflatable Raptor. I not only want to be stuck raptor. with the mini inflatable. Okay. Yeah, the mini okay. Inflatable. I was going to say three different versions. The giant would be it, a little bit too much. This giant stilts inflatable? Yeah, I think that'd be a little bit too much in terms of just like space. I guess in that in this instance, if you're only with four versions of the Raptor, do you have to go to your mm-hmm. house? Does the Raptor have a dwelling? Or do you get to be in Scotiabank Arena? Is that where the Raptor lives? Yeah. Because if that's the case, then sign I mean, me up because there's so much room and space and luxury suites and back channels you yeah can then you then you can be quarantined with whomever there's yeah. there's space to spare yeah so I'll, yeah the raptor has yeah. to be involved then because that opens up scotiabank arena as your quarantine palace which is really what it would be <laughs> you got the you got the sushi you got the hot lime bling you've got the uh porchetta and co i think is in there yeah You'd probably get really good at um, trampoline, too. 
what? <laughs> like the rapture could teach you all the oh the like trampoline. Of, like, I thought you said trampoline. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, trampoline. Just practicing running um, over the, the 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 mini dance pack or whatever those kids are. <laughs> little ballas. Practicing crowd control. Yeah. No. Just no. Mowing down trampoline. little ballas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, good tweet by uh, Lauren Tyson. Grocery store checkouts need tip jars. Correct. Breaking news on the podcast, me reading tweets. Uh, again, I lost my page where all the questions were because I keep reading tweets. <laughs> Stop that. Get back on track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, tip your grocery store folks and also your uh, Uber drivers and your everythings. Next question here comes from, let's go with Freddie Revis, our pal Freddie. He asks, what is an on-court change that would make NBA gameplay safer and as we discussed on the previous recorded version of this podcast that no longer exists katie does not care for safety katie actually likes watching horrid injuries so maybe you're looking for measures (laughs) to make it more dangerous i don't know (laughs) no and then i did say like you could put up low padded walls yes boards uh and then i said you could get the floor to be like um like a springboard floor like in dance. Yes. Uh, and then we had the very casual suggestion of making the courts double wide. <laughs> <laughs> I think the ma- I think the double wide is like fun. It would make defense interesting. It would make I don't know forty foot three point shots from the corner a thing that would be kind of fun to watch. I think you'd have to maybe throw an extra player in there just to eat up some of the space but i think nick nurse would have a field day with how to defend an enormous floor just make it like like basketball and like the size of like an aussie rules football pitch i wonder i wonder it would be bad <laughs> be a lot of it would be a lot of running now that i think about it yeah no we're good uh <laughs> I think the the boards are a good idea, like arena football style b- boards too, where like the ball bounces off. There's no out of bounds; it just stays in play all the time. You'd get rid of so many reviews that way, with not having in out of bounds calls. You'd have guys who become just like wizards of reading the ball off of the wall and reading the angles, like they're playing red ass at school, uh, and just really gauging where that tennis ball is coming off. I feel like that would be the same. Kyle Lowry, of course, would be amazing because uh, he would, you know calculate those angles in his brain very quickly he would be obviously you know he wouldn't have any fear built into him in terms of reading balls coming off of walls because i'd imagine when kyle lowry was a child playing red ass he probably felt nothing whenever he was the red ass you know if he ever was mm-hmm. but he probably mm-hmm. just had like a, a lack of fear instilled in him by his ample posterior um that yeah, that's my thinking on that uh, <laughs> next question here comes from Anthony Doyle. He asks, if you had to, while in isolation, watch one pre-Masai Raptors season on repeat without skipping any games, which season would it be? What you got? I mean, I'll go with what I said before, but I won't go and look at the injury, <laughs> which was... 
1999-2000, so I could get the dunk contest. That's a good one. I said previously 2000-2001, so we could get the playoff run and everything and the duel with AI and all that stuff. But actually, I think my answer is the Mike James season, 2005-06. Just the most intensely bizarre season in the history of the team. Mike James goes off, scores a bunch of points. You get the Mike James post-game press conference or practice press conference where he talks about scoring at the ball at an incredibly high rate uh, and how he's, you know, just because he's got 38 points doesn't mean he doesn't also have 10 assists because he has 10 assists if you look at the box score. Um, so the Mike James season, I think I would go back and relive. That'd be fun in sort of a, uh, you know, self-mutilating kind of way. Um the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. (laughs) Follow-up question here comes from Joe D'Antoni at Slow Hands. He asks, you have died and gone to hell. The devil is torching you by forcing you to watch one Raptors game on repeat forever. What game is it? Oh, for me, it's always going to be the last game in that net series. Hmm. See, I... (sighs) As much as I hate the Nets, that game I think is kind of a good in in the on the whole on the in the grand scheme of things. Like they win that series, maybe they overthink what they are as a team. Maybe Masai's not as open to change and altering the complexion. I think that getting but they lost that series. They they did, (laughs) but I think. Like, Kyle getting blocked by Paul Pierce, that's a formative moment for Kyle. That's sort of the early days of Kyle. Yeah, but we're not talking about... Sean, we're in hell. Like, we're talking about <laughs> what you have to... It's not You're not watching it in hell being tortured with the, like, realization, like, you know what? Yeah, but then they went in and they went on and, like, all this stuff happened. But I obviously You're in know- hell watching the same thing. No, you're in hell. <laughs> but I obviously know what happens, though. Like, I know that things end up fine even watching that game but and i also, think in, also, in hell you don't have also that. no <laughs> <laughs> that is like an amazing amir johnson game like an all-time amir i johnson know game. but On, it like, was depressing no because of what happened i know mm. but still no it's like it's it's a hell no that's my hell game the most correct answer to this is game one against the Cavs in 2018 in the second round no yeah because you get to watch them miss 17 tip-ins forever and ever and ever knowing that the outcome will never change despite the high probability that was less painful to me what that was less painful to me because there was something about just like getting to that point and and it was like the first time they had like gotten that bar but that and was it the being year like it was the last to be game in the series which one it was supposed to be oh, different every year <laughs> fair fair but like 2018 was supposed to be different in that they were like statistically way better than the Cavs. the Cavs would just barely scrape by against the pacers and it just 
And the fact that that game ended up being the thing that they talked about for the rest of the series, like Dwayne Casey, before before and after every remaining game in the series, mentioned game one. And it was just like, dude, get over it. It's over. But they couldn't. They were stuck by it. And the, like, emotional torture that came from that game, I think, is, uh, like, I, I think it beats that. I'm sorry. This is the most we ever, like, like heated in debate we've ever gotten, Katie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, we're not in hell together. This question <laughs> is for both of us separately. Like, our, that's the whole also thing of hell is it's your own personal worst yeah. case scenario. So Fair. you can't argue with me on my version of hell. Okay, fine. I won't <laughs> argue with you on your version of hell. Yours is an incorrect version, but fine. <laughs> It's very correct um, to me. Anthony points out games five, game five against the Cavs in the conference finals in 2016. I think that's wrong. I think winning two games in that series is more than enough. And uh, I was not worried about anything after uh, they won those two games. So anyway, uh, next question comes from Ari Ross. We're probably going to turn this into a two-parter. We're getting long enough now where we can. We'll be getting on close to two hours of recording between myself and Katie, which uh, I appreciate you very much for uh, indulging me, Katie. But, hey, what else are we doing? Next question comes from Ari Ross. He asks, in a hypothetical situation where the Raptors are quarantined together in Scotiabank Arena, so I guess they've chosen the Raptor to uh, house them, what do you think life would be like? Who, who would you assume would take over the leadership role? What cliques would form? Who would assume what role, i.e. the cook, the music, etc., and who would be the first to get frustrated and dissent? Basically, TLDR. If the Raptors were quarantined together, would it become a Lord of the Flies situation? I should note that in the previously recorded episode of this podcast, Katie thought that Piggy got eaten in Lord of the Flies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still not convinced that it's not... Not true. A pig got eaten, like so, a hog, like a wild hog, a peccary. If maybe you will. it wasn't an yeah, but it was an analogy. They lost his body, right? It went no. out to sea, so whatever. <laughs> you don't know. I suppose nothing was stopping those evil twins from uh, scooping Piggy's corpse from the sea and repurposing it as sustenance. But I don't think that's yeah. what happened in Lord of the Flies. He just got crushed I don't by think, a rock. Uh, yeah, I don't think it would result in anything that extreme or violent uh, in the Raptors' case. I think, I think that um, there might be like some a group of guys like decamping from the main group and maybe like setting up shop in the like gym facility in the arena, mm-hmm. like the young guys maybe that are just like making too many TikToks and annoying Serge Ibaka, but. <laughs> No, I think there's like a natural, there's like a natural sort of, um, I mean, I don't want to call it hierarchy because I don't actually think it's like that regularly, but there is sort of like, there are leadership roles and like guys that get along and I mean, they all get along, but just like the way they get along together, I think that would kind of shake out in the same way, especially in like a crisis situation. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it would be like pretty fair. I think they would just like try and take some space when they needed it. Yeah. When you're when Serge was like, let me show you how to organize like all the shoes that you've just thrown (laughs) willy nilly in your locker. Then some guy might be like, I'm not interested in this. I'm going to go leave. (laughs) I will say I'm going to go to the I think. Sorry, I was trying to think of the name of the restaurants. (laughs) 
yeah, <laughs> the, restaurants, the restaurants, the kiosks, Berkey's Doghouse, the fine dining, <laughs> yeah, the fine dining <laughs> establishments within the ACC. I mean, Scotia Bay. The popcorn table <laughs> in the media room. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I don't think it would become like Lord of the Flies. I think the the crew likes each other enough. This isn't the Brooklyn Nets or. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers or some other calamitous organization. I think, like, I think there would be factions for sure. I think there'd be like the dad crew of like Gasol and uh, Fred and who else has kids? Uh, oh, Lowry. Uh, I feel like they'd kind Lowry. of form their own little trio. Abaka has a child, but I think Abaka would be trying to like kick it with the younger with the youngs a little bit more like him and og i think are pretty and then i think they ditch him they might yeah. yeah they might like that might be sort of like a not really understanding social cues type of thing from from surge where he just kind of assumes he's welcome in everybody's lives but maybe he's not um so there's that what do you think the end of bench guys do like what do you think the like the commingling between say the back six or seven guys on the roster and say the top eight looks like like does terrence davis hang out with the the Chris Boucher's and the Patrick McCaws and the Malcolm Millers of the world, or does he hang out with the with the cool kids as as it were? I mean, Terrence Davis is a sweetheart. He's hanging out with everybody. Yeah, he feels like the you guy know, that like, everyone gravitates to. Yeah, and I think if someone was like, oh, like. Like, this is also hypothetical because I don't think this would happen. But if someone was like, oh, don't hang out with that guy. He sucks. Terrence would be like, no, it's cool. Like, I don't I don't mind. I'll hang out with them. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there's, like, intermingling. Like, it probably splits. I mean, if you, you're going to get super cliquey, then it might split to, like, guys who've, like, have 905 ties together. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, Dewan Hernandez will be kicking it with Malcolm Miller and Stanley Johnson quite a bit. And depending on where Paul is on his two-way when the quarantine happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that I didn't think about that. Like the separate quarantinings of the 905. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just sort of like <laughs> throw all the 905 guys into the ACC and just like, all right, well, whatever this concoction is, hopefully there's no transmission of disease, but we need these guys together for culture and things like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just going to make this one episode. Screw it. People can use a longer episode. I don't care. Uh, we'll keep on going. Extra. What else is anybody doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Uh, I feel like the bosses aren't going to get mad at me for going long in these situations, in this this climate, in this economy. Um these circumstances that's why that's why economy. i use the word these yeah. <laughs> so i was looking for circumstances was the word uh next one here comes from marissa at marissa t4 mayor she asks what was on chris boucher's grocery list when he broke his self self-isolation kind of like a dummy he should not have done that but uh what what was on his list yeah and i will say in the previous episode where i um really intensely studied the photo I took of him, of his cart, like of the picture of him, because you can see like sort of what he went out and got. I was kind of upset to see that it it didn't look like he had anything that spectacular in there. He had some like Italiano, like um, hamburger buns. (laughs) 
He had like maybe a couple Dr. Utkers on deck. Like he didn't have anything that I don't think he could have been brought to him. Like that's why I thought like if he was going to break quarantine, then it must have been something he was like either so like ashamed to want and to go get that he had to go get it himself. Like you couldn't ask for mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I want like 15 jars of peanut butter <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do with them, <laughs> you know, but it looked pretty like it was also pretty light. Like he had a, like one of those huge, like two tier shopping carts and he'd only filled up like, like half of half of one tier. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I'm kind of like, I don't think, I think he was maybe bored. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm yeah. It's not great that he did it. I'm glad he apologized and everything, and hopefully he didn't transmit anything. I and mean, he tested negative, so I guess that's good. Although I don't really know what a mm. negative test means. Like, does it mean you don't have it now or you won't get it at all? I don't really know how that works, but no, it doesn't mean you won't get it at all. It means you don't have it right now. Yeah. But as we've also all seen, like te- sometimes you have to be tested multiple times. Yeah. So uh, not a great move by Boucher. I feel like I hope he was just like. Getting cliff bars or something. Something to beef up. <laughs> Just like uh, like protein powder, something along those lines. Also to risk it all just to go to Loblaws. Like you're not even trying to go to like, I don't know, like Pusateri's or like Italy or something. You're like, I'm just going to go to Loblaws. <laughs> sucks. Do you think like... Uh... I think Boucher's like a deli meat guy. I'm a big deli meat guy when I go to the grocery store. No. Mm. I love love deli I meats. I mean, I, yeah, maybe he's like a mortadella guy, but I feel like he's like a mortadella guy in like the prepackaged Ugh. one. He's not like going to the ca- deli counter. And asking for you know? a certain amount of grams. Yeah, yeah that, that's fair. I feel like he's like a Lunchables guy. <laughs> like that's what he's getting his like little slices in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Of all the Raptors, I feel like Chris Boucher might be the guy who needs to get the food delivered to him the most. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just like like meal plan. You know what I mean? I feel like Pascal too. I, I like Me? I don't know if Pascal is much of a cook. PB and J, sure. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it wasn't a thing where he looked at his like stores and was like, "Oh no." I'm running low. I should just quickly go out and get some stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope not. He's got guy. He, they, they got people for that. That's what Matt Tierney's for. I know. <laughs> they got people for that. Matt, Chris needs food. <laughs> Matt's on lockdown too. I know. I know. <laughs> We've been having many conversations this week as I've been planning content. Look out Thursday, baby. Oh. We got some good stuff coming Thursday. Um. <laughs> Last question, and then we can wrap this up. Comes from Beer? Beer! From at C underscore Monday. He asks, if you could choose one unrealistic item slash addition to your place to help with isolation boredom, what would it be? Yeah, I think um, I'm doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Honestly, the Switch was my answer, and then I decided, screw it, I'm buying a Switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone could like slip, this is just, I don't know. If someone could like slip a treat into like the mail slot every day, like one day it's like a really nice bottle of wine. Like the next day, maybe it's like a 
pizza dough and then you make the pizza yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe then the next day when you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna get scurvy soon. It's like some fresh fruit or like greens, you know? If it's like something like that, like every day you could get something different, uh, then that would be cool. I think you just made up a business for these dark modern times. I think I did too. Katie's deliverables um, uh, or like treat of the day, whatever you want to call it. You can buy space on this yeah. year podcast. Just text advertising to 33777. <laughs> <laughs> also, hit me up if you want to go on business together and you have a way to make this happen. Hey, hey people are uh, going through some tough times right now. Maybe uh, use that entrepreneurial that. Entrepreneurial, uh, two beers in, I can't talk anymore. I'm not going to even try to say the word. Fuck it. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you want? What do you want? Brad? Oh, the thing you? I want, um, I was going to say like an assortment of blankets so as to make <laughs> forts. <laughs> you know? I already have like, no, I mean, I mean, I've like, my house is pretty comfortable. Like I'm mm-hmm. well equipped to stay inside. So I've two. got like, we have a lot of blankets. We got a plenty lot of blankets Christmas. on deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got a heavy blanket. We've got a hot blanket, like a plug-in blanket that warms you up. We've got two <laughs> of these like really soft fleecy blankets from Costco. We've got one sort of, uh, it's more like a, a survival blanket almost. It's not very thick but it's warm and it's not very soft, but again, it is warm and it's enormous. Uh, it's like the size of a king size bed basically. So you can sort of use it and wrap yourself in it like a, like a burrito or a taquito, if you will. Um, we've got like a, a soft <laughs> polka dotty one. We've got a soft plaid one, although it's very sort of uh, floofy. It gets a lot of little red floofs around the house, which is not great. Um, but yeah, we are pretty well stocked with blankets, but more, to make forts would be nice, you know, because I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I'm just kind of now. I'm like, oh, some some fresh citrus. Yeah, yeah. Like bare essentials of life. Now I really have scurvy on the brain. Honestly, We're all just living on frozen food. So like, yeah, some fresh, some fresh uh, exotic fruits. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I could get Delicious. if I could get the guy who cuts my hair, shout out to Dre. If I could get Dre to come to my house to cut my hair, I would be cool with that. You probably can. What's Dre doing? Probably not much. Let me see what uh my hair place there is you doing. Go. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> mm, this is a very long post. I don't know if they're closed. Uh, yeah, they're closed right now. I think, but hey. I could I could always text Dre. <laughs> once this is over, once this is over, go to Architect Hair Design on James Street North in Hamilton. It's great. You can drink beer while you get your hair cut. Kicks ass. Support local and businesses. A good mess. A good reminder. Yeah, support local businesses and text people. Check in with people. Yeah. Check in with your pals. Actually, I'm gonna text my sister right now because I haven't texted her in a while, there you and go. I think she might be stuck at Trent University. Which, uh, hopefully not. Hopefully she got back home. Anyway, uh, shouts to my sister. I, get, I think my dad and my sister got a shout out on this podcast. What a, what a, what a world. Um, all right, Katie. I think we've done enough for today. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Do you have anything you would like to plug? Um, dishes and dimes still going strong. 
even in uh, self-isolation and the world of social distancing. So you could uh, check that out if you haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball feelings still going strong, maybe stronger than ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time. Uh, and, you know, I, I did a couple interviews um, with, like, NBA players. With, with NBA players. Um, <laughs> Before this, uh, before the season stopped, so I have had a lot of time to catch up and write pieces. So you know those will be coming out on dime. But I, in the meantime, I did write a screed against um, the greed of uh, team owners yeah. that you can check out on dime. Pay your if you'd employees, like to. you because fucking ghouls. pay your employees. Yeah. Your players shouldn't be responsible for for uh, footing the payroll of like your entire arena staff. It's not their job. It's nobody's job but billionaires. Especially your uh, 19-year-old best player on a rookie contract, Gail Benson. Yeah, Yeah. so kind and wonderful and, like, beautiful of those guys to do it. But the fact that they felt like they needed to do it at all, Mm -hmm. it's a big problem. Super sucks. Uh, Yeah, go listen. Katie's, this is Katie's time to shine, as she said, so go listen and read to Katie. Listen and read to Katie. Listen to and Thank read you. Katie. Uh, <laughs> on Thursday, for me, you can keep an eye out. We got a fun thing dropping at raptors.com that should help pass some time over the next couple weeks. So make sure you get in on that. Um, it'll be madness. It will. That's a hint. Uh, we also have uh, this podcast, obviously, is not going anywhere. Please subscribe to, rate, and review this show, all the other shows in the Lockdown Podcast Network. We have a lot of, like, mean reviews right now at the top of the Lockdown Raptors page for some reason. I'm not sure why, but if you want to leave a nice review in these trying times, it would be very much appreciated. And if you have a friend who's a Raps fan who's feeling sad and is isolated, please pass the show along. Hopefully we can create a bit of a community here and have a a good time while things are not very good. And uh, I will not be going anywhere. I will be sticking, doing daily shows uh, all through the next however many months we're stuck doing this hell stuff. But um there's that later this week i'll do a another dramatic reading from we the champs i'll do the sixers series that might be a two-parter because of the seven game series aspect of it all um but either way keep an eye out that should be a lot of fun and uh that's gonna do it for today's show thank you so much for tuning in and we will talk to you next time with another episode of locked on raptors now tell your smart device to play locked on blue jays have a good one everybody cheers Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.